I just know I better get some Be My Baby by the Ronettes in this show. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, the third of Ratchet, Angel of Mercy. This episode was written by Ian Brennan and directed by Nelson Craig, who worked on American Horror Story in Pose. I gave this episode a solid 8 out of 10. I enjoyed it for the most part, although some places were weird and... It felt as if I was missing an episode at certain turn points. It was rather well paced out. It gave us a little bit more information on our characters very rapidly. And I got to see one huge slong. So, win-win. Let's get into the recap. Is that Sharon Stone with a monkey? Is that Sharon Stone with a monkey? (laughs) That's the first thing I said. Why is Sharon Stone wearing a monkey her name is mrs osgood she has hired carrie stoll's character wainwright to not only find hanover well that was his original mission and she is able to or he was able to track down the charismatic maniac who doesn't realize that he's a maniac to lucia hospital and that he has forged his medical license to be given say control over that hospital she says that i should have never let him convince me to do what he did and that i will forever regret that she then offers him another two hundred and fifty thousand to kill him she tells him she wants his head cut off because she wants to present it to his son on his 25th birthday it does not take much convincing at all <laughs> for him to say sure that is no problem with me we meet the son henry osgood who is the kid justin from 13 reasons why and man they got my dude up here limbless look at the mess with my boy He is also a temperamental shit and wants dessert first but she says only my only the best for my boy and then we get back to the hospital where hanover is giving bucket new directions on hydrotherapy that he wants to implement he has had two machines installed gives her the directions as she is the head nurse and then also mentions that he thinks his lobotomies made one of the patients miss blix turn into a lesbian and then clearly did not cure the other of her lesbianism and bucket says i will what did she say i will suck the sodomy out of them which is disgusting (laughs) just a whole disgusting sentence but i wrote it down ratchet takes Walt Whitman from the patient I did not remember her name or write it down I don't think 
when she is reading it because homosexual literature is unsuitable for Cartwright, that's her name, for her malady. She says, let's get your mind or our minds out of the gutter. Ratchet is salty that she wasn't the one to administer treatment and she is teamed up with, I wrote his name down somewhere, Huck, I think that's what it is. And we learned that Bucket is in charge of administering said treatment. She gets in there and says, well, I want to know what's happening, what's going on. And Bucket very politely puts her back in her place, or at least tells her what's going on before putting her back in her place. He stepped across the line. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. And while, yeah, I am side-eyeing Bucket for stealing people's lunches out of the break room, she does have a right to be like yeah i'm head nurse you are supposed to you know show me some uh respect and subordination and you can't just be all up in my grill just because you clearly clear with the cool with the boss you already went over my head and didn't inform me what was going on that is part of your job despite you being just as unqualified to work here as maybe everyone one may argue bucket is the only one qualified to work here because this dude's real name is manuel bungaga or something to that effect and he has mrs cartwright put into some very hot water that feels like a bath until she turns it up to 119 degrees as per instructed weight actually 117 that seven looked like a nine ratchet strangely enough is horrified while huck is equally horrified and i want to know where this whole entire um consciousness of what is happening to these people were last episode when he was literally driving ice picks through their skulls what the fuck i felt this a little odd to have in the very next episode oh my god we're burning her to death we're torturing people huck did you just start working here ratchet did (laughs) she's kind of on the creepy and probably feels only any bit of horror at the aspect of this because she's a lesbian and can relate to another lesbian in need and really sees this as a barbarous act versus the fact that it is indeed a barbarous doctor in which you work for or you are employed for but you need to use him for your own means and i think by the end of this episode it's clear she's getting close to him for that purpose however i thought they were really trying to make bucket the bad guy in the scene whereas ratchet has not only shown you know she wiped off his hands although she has a different agenda to feel as if she herself was enamored of his type of butcher science but it feels as if huck should know like this is not um, i mean he feels like he comes up with a new treatment every five seconds and it all seems to go terribly wrong but because this is a mental hospital and people don't give a shit what happened to their family members here except for apparently dario's niece which we find out at the end of this episode that maybe just maybe he isn't so uncared for as they set him up to be which is really sad and definitely points once again ratchet in the the villain category 
but she's also in a house full of them and uh she tells huck who doesn't want to do it like oh you can fire me i won't do this uh when he tries to interfere but she tells him with a face like that you're not going to get employed anywhere um then they have to actually take her out and put her in cold uh not cold water a ice cold bath which is equally horrific for five minutes after having her in the water for like did the steam evaporate it had to because she was literally boy no the water was boiling because they said oh it's boiling and they put her into that and then they put her uh in back in bed and you know ratchet's very kind to this woman however huck says i'm not going to do it anymore she says as cruel as it was for bucket to say people like us aren't going to get jobs at places anywhere except for here and i will say this is another thing where i was like when did this relationship develop had they exchanged two words the last time i saw huck look at ratchet he clearly saw her put something in father andrew's medication so there feels like a whole bunch of cutting room floor <laughs> material that just went away that the next episode is like oh they they've had conversations before because it clearly seems like they did when i've never seen it happen so um bucket was equally disgusted by the way you can see that it bothered her too because she couldn't even look at the woman she's like i have to do this treatment basically you've seen what happens when hanover doesn't get his way you took pleasure in it now guess what Gwendolyn we get to see her side of things she has a gay black husband her boss Wilburn pretty much tells her what she should do more so than her telling him despite what we may have thought in the first episode or even in the second episode he wants Hanover to declare Edmund Toleman fit for trial because he is not going to allow for this type of crime to be unpunished for killing four catholic priests not to mention he is not going to be seen soft on crime gwen is tasked with making sure hanover does what he is told in this regard eddie meets dolly She was doing so much to be considered hard and i felt so bad for her but it got her the response that she wanted he called her the most beautiful girl up ever his game ain't even that strong though <laughs> he says um there's something that's giving me an erection i can't relieve myself for religious reasons and then i was like did y'all see his dick because i totally see his dick coming out and it was shown from a far away reason and i rewound that scene several times for religious reasons the guard did not stop her jacking him off and she calls him a pervert but he did tell huck who in turn told ratchet who said she would handle it and i was like wow the days people pumped your gas because hanover pulls into a gas station and escapes an assassination attempt that wainwright tries to do in broad daylight like two feet away and you can't shoot a dude like seriously you you went through a whole entire clip like this was very poorly thought out and then you gave chase 
You could have gotten him alone, chloroform, anything. This is horrible. Ratchet then gets a round two invite when she gets back to her hotel room from Wainwright. And she tells Mr. Manager or Mrs. Manager of Hotel Hanky Panky. And you need to mind your damn business, bitch! She tells him that there are scenarios that she likes to play out. But this time she realized I need to actually pretend or at least if I'm going to play out the scenario, I'm going to have to have sex with him too. And she's telling this whole story about how she was in the war and she had to decapitate this guy's leg and he was so grateful thinking she was just beautiful angel of mercy mm-hmm. she euthanized that man and she's seen kissing him but then she flashes to kissing the Gwendolyn that was disgusting when she just get, got on top of him you could have let him do something girl because I know you had to be like parchment down there he was like in a sandbox I'm surprised he didn't get a fucking cut blisters a freaking paper clip uh anything because you was not ready unless you just pour lotion all up in your giddy bitties and then he seemed more interested in the story because she was on top looking like a dead horse <laughs> he's like i know you're moving up and down but jesus christ all i'm hearing is this horrifying story and apparently i need to know what happened at the end and then she tried to be sexy and said i need you to jump on me like a horse or something and he was like you want me to hit it from behind he's like jesus that's what i said no it's not like you're annoying he gets his she does not get anything and (laughs) i like the fact that they changed the color palette again so i guess that's to mean pleasure so like she saw a sexual depraved act and she got pleasure from watching so that's why the color palette changed and then when she got went next to that door again that was her being like she had sexual remembrance or or titillation at the idea and then we see the color palette change once again when she's kissing Gwendolyn that's when she's sexually aroused that's what I mean sexually aroused and then for for Hanover when we got his different color that's when he is aroused is when he's doing drugs so i'm gonna see if this happens to another character and it'll be three for three to conducively argue my um i think i said the wrong word there confidently conclusively that's the word i meant (laughs) conclusively give my results so ratchet rescues hanover from Bucket's genuine concern over Dario and she invites him to dinner saying once Bucket realizes Hanover isn't in love with her like she's in love with him she will unravel their whole operation and his only response is hmm oh I missed the whole entire scene uh a few of them actually first when he leaves or when he's done he's like thanks for that and she's like um should we make this a regular thing she's like he's like oh oh i don't know and how about next the wednesday and yada 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 and he's like look i'm gonna have to hard pass because this is the worst lay of my life and you're just too fucking weird but thanks for taking the edge off and immediately leaves and i'm like well 
I mean, you were creepy, significantly so, on both occasions. <laughs> then the scene I skipped also was Gwen's dinner with her husband. Uh, she hasn't touched her aspic, so I had to Google what aspic is. Listen to this shit, guys. Savory jelly made with meat stock set in a mold with used pieces of either meat, seafood, or eggs. Oh, ew, what the fuck? I hope I am never starving enough that I'll be forced to eat aspic to survive. I sure as shit can't imagine eating that voluntarily. Her husband says we're going to Napa Valley on Saturday with a friend that made him partner and she says i want out of this marriage look i can't deal with it she brings up the fact that he has someone fucking the butcher in the living room and he brings up the fact that once a month she goes out to her bars and shit like clearly they're using the marriage to their advantage she got what she wanted um political figure he got what he wanted partner in a firm but she says look i met someone her name is mildred i don't know what her situation is but i can't stop thinking about her i love her and i'm willing to throw all of this away and i will say i was almost with him (laughs) like (laughs) you're throwing a whole lot away for someone you met last week and went on one date like i don't i I, and it's just not affecting her it's affecting him and i get what he's saying but he was being selfish i know talking out of the side of my mouth because like hey but it did come out of the fucking blue it seems as if it came out of the blue but yeah like dude you can find someone else to make that situation work with like just because you don't want to give it up i would think a divorce is something you could bounce back from (laughs) she would definitely and even this is the 50s 60s maybe divorce is not but i mean it's already controversial because y'all interracial couple so i don't even know why y'all yeah no i i'm not with this whole argument he should have said okay you can go ahead like i think you're making a rash decision but if you want out of the marriage i can't keep you but i do think he was right when he says can you take a few days to think about it or at least you owe me a few days for me to process this shit one thing or the other i will say while i understand that they wanted to have crickets in the background as some type of you know added mood to the scene we stayed in it way too long because I was waiting for something to happen. I was like, is he about to go upstairs and shoot himself? Are we about to hear a gun? No, it's just her drinking the rest of her bourbon. And then also, girl, you risk it a lot for the rejection of a closeted homophobe. You need to see where she, well, you don't know what her situation is. Her situation is lobotomizing or thinking it's okay to lobotomize lesbian women. That's a problem. What do you mean you don't know what her situation is? i get you want to save her but you also may need to see if she needs to be saved uh the fact that ratchet took hanover to the same restaurant the same place that gwen took her because she knew a place i think she just wanted to relive the memory and she says why are you being haunted and he's like i'm not being i don't know what you're saying she's like look 
I helped you bury a body. So if anyone you could trust, it's me. And then he gives this whole story uh, about Henry Osgood. That one, he liked to prick people. So he had pickersism, which is a sexual need to penetrate using objects. I I was not with this. It sounded like he was just a good old-fashioned sadist or a spoiled brat. Maybe just a psychopath. Anyhow, what, what the sexual connection is, I don't know, considering he pricked everyone from his mother to the damn butler. I don't understand or get it, but okay it's sexually related he says that he heard of this treatment lsd (laughs) so he convinced mom to go on the other side of the island or off the island leave him alone for 24 hours uh he had him take lsd pretended that he was going to do the same while he clearly showed he did not put anything in his cup and then the kid Henry poured the rest of the LSD into Hanover's glass and they both were tripping balls together. And okay, while I will say it's possible that Hanover was catatonic (laughs) this entire time, mm, but it turns out he was just on the floor, couldn't move, didn't know what was real, kept coming in and out of reality, but it was 200 milligrams turns out henry killed the gardener because he had already poked the gardener and the gardener hadn't quit despite him really shouldn't have him really needing to send in his resignation he killed the gardener taking his arms because he said his psychosis was tied to his arms and he wanted hanover to sew them on and replace them and that'll fix his problem he chainsaw off one arm then cracked the other at the humerus and Hanover sewed up the gardener's arms into his arms saying I knew it was wrong but I couldn't do anything and then I gave him morphine and ran why the fuck you lying why you always lying oh my god stop fucking lying always lying to me lying so much Considering what we know of this man, I am not ready to believe his version of events. It is, like I stated earlier, very likely he may have just, because his doses were so high, been in a catatonic fit. But we know this is from the word of an active drug user. And that he, it's equally likely that he participated (laughs) in this entire nightmare and from what the mom says it feels as if he he may have but that could have she wasn't there but only person that can account for what happened is him and henry and they both were on drugs so that makes both unreliable unreliable jesus christ the words tonight unreal reliable narrators this is what I get for drinking because my daughter's gone and now I think I've slipped into tipsy drunk. Not fully drunk, but maybe about most of this glass there. So before I pass out or go into a state in which I am no longer, um, you can 
no longer follow what I'm saying. Clearly. <laughs> we, it turns out the infection spread from his arms to his legs and they had to be removed. And I call bullshit on that too because I know Mimi is like, that's not how it works. How did it move all the way down to your limbs and, and to your legs, but it just missed your torso? I was like, I don't want nothing to do with that torso. I need to go upward into your brain. It's an infection. It can spread throughout your entire body. And if it got down to your limbs, then it should have been all over in other places too. Or maybe that's what he meant to say. It, he got an infection from head to t- I don't know. But <laughs> this is how he became a arm and leg amputee patient. And he says that she's not going to stop Mrs. Osgood until he's dead. And she vows that she will help him and that she knows exactly what to do to help him. I think she has an idea, Wainwright, because of the words he said before he left, that he is the one that's after him. And I believe she's going to use all of this to blackmail him later to try to get Edmund not fit for trial so that he can live out his days under her control, mind you, in this hospital. Can't wait to see how this plays out. No feedback tonight. I think Mimi is either officially out. Oh, I'm pretty sure she's out. <laughs> I know my girl. Um, but if you want to join the conversation, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can send it in written format or audio under 10 minutes. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, leave a review, and rate the podcast. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.